Hey everyone, this is Michael Drain from the Unpopular Culture Podcast. You are listening to the BS Podcast Network. Hope you enjoy the show. Hello and welcome to Soren with the Magic Our Way Podcast. My name is Mr. Mononymous and I'll be your chief flight attendant today. We'll begin boarding in just a few minutes, but first I'd like to acquaint you with the rest of your flight crew. First we have your pilot and co-pilots, Kevin and Danny. These artistic buffs will launch you from New Orleans to soar over all things Disney. Your entertainment director is Ivory Comics proprietor Eli. Be sure to check your in-flight magazine for a sneak peek at his comic, Project Geisha. Nice work, pal. Soon you'll be airborne. If you or your little aviators would like to reach the flight crew at any time, be sure to check out magicourway.com, where you can find links to Facebook, Twitter, email, or send in a voicemail. And, of course, you can book your next Soarin' flight with your platinum-level earmarked travel agent, Lee Lastavica, from Magical Moments Vacations. Remember, you've got a friend in Lee. Okay, let's review. Kevin, Danny, Eli Lee, Artistic Buffs, Disney stuff. Anything else? Oh, yeah. Chombo, everyone. Rombe. Jumbo, everyone! Harambe! And welcome to another edition of the, the Magic, Magic Our Way, Way Podcast. Podcast. Wait, my bad. Uh, that, sorry, sorry, sorry. Wrong, wrong one. Asante Sana, everyone. Yeah. <laughs> I got lost there in the Oz. And so I didn't know. I don't know. Not I thought, that I, I thought Good Morning Vietnam was more of the Ood. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 You know, vowels, you know, here and there. It's same mouth shape <laughs> emitting from my throat. You are the musician, sir. Yes. But anyway, guys, you are listening to the Magic Army Podcast from New Orleans, Louisiana, in the United States of America. We are Artistic Buffs talking about dizzy stuff. www.magicarway.com is where you can find us. My name is Kevin. And I'm Danny. And the only person we have today in the studio is our resident comic genius from ivorycomics.com, Mr. Eli Ivory. How you doing, sir? I am doing fine in the guavos and mushroom omelets to you guys, too. How y'all doing? <laughs> Guavos and mushroom omelets. Hmm. What guavos? Guava juice. Yeah. Hmm. And a guy talked to me yesterday, like you know, he was uh talking about finding a banshee before I left to go to Disney. So then we saw each other at work. He's like, "How was it?" And, oh man, that was like a good fifteen minute conversation. Like, yeah, did you do that when you flew? Yeah. So y'all bonded over the flight of the banshee. Well, yeah, because he already went on it. Mm-hmm. And uh, flights of passage. Yeah. Flights of passage. Yes. Thank yeah. you. And. Um, so he was like, you, you, you're going to like it. I'm like, I, I want to see it first. Like, yes. You know, we talked about it before where we had to temper our expectations of it. Oh yeah. And yeah. So then like he saw me after coming from the trip. He's like, well, I was like, yeah, it was good. It was good. <laughs> I was flying on that. Yeah. That wasn't good. Good. Yeah, it was good. It was oh yeah. Good. He was like, yeah. You remember the part? I was like, yeah. yeah. You flew out. Yeah. Yeah. You're like that auction, that reality show with the auction, uh, whatever it is <laughs> in the, the storage wars. Yes. Yep. 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 
Got it. Uh huh. Yeah. Oh man, people are like walking past, like, what the hell are they talking about? Flying on a chair? What? While y'all going? Yep. Yep. You want to talk about work? No. I'm that girl over there. Yep. Um. Yeah. So Lee sends his condolences. Uh, he couldn't make it on the show today because of his um digestive system. Yes. Was done terrorized by. The king of burgers. <laughs> I like how you word that. That double whopper with cheese. Bad cheese. Flame broiled. Turned his butt into flames. <laughs> well, he had it coming out both ends, That's according to yes. so, uh, yeah. He, yeah. He, he suspects food poisoning. I suspect that he's right. When you mm-hmm. eat as, at as many fast food joints and truck stops and gas stations as Lee Lastavica, I think you're probably pretty familiar with food poisoning. Yes. <laughs> yeah, you don't have to be Dr. House to diagnose that. No. No, not at all. Um, but yeah, you, we wish him the very best. Uh, hopefully he made it home safe. I mean, we'll know this by the time the show comes out. Yes. Um, but he, yeah, he's traveling home and he said he had to make several stops on his way home. One of which was Bucky's. One of which was Bucky's because I guess they got the cleanest restrooms in Texas. Some idiots never learn. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to get something healthier at Bucky's this time. Yeah. Because food made by disgruntled college dropouts. <laughs> Bucky <laughs> Making minimum wage with nothing to lose. <laughs> what could go wrong? Yeah. Hey, you ever sure seen- they really... They care so much about their future. I'm sure they care about the food that they make as well. You ever see the video that there was this kid that worked at the King of Burgers, as Kevin put it? He like took a bath in the in the dishwasher table where you would like go ahead and wash everything and stuff. He took a bath in that. I've I've seen enough of those videos. I don't eat fast food anymore, and I've had food poisoning twice, and both times it was from eating at fast food establishments. Mm. It wasn't at the King of Burgers. It was at the. Uh, Bell of the taco. <laughs> the bell, bell of the taco. The taco. Ring, ring. Yes. It's your butt calling. Yes. Uh, no quiero taco bell. No. No quiero taco bell. <laughs> so, yeah. No, it's a miserable experience. So, we do hope he gets better. Mm-hmm. But at the same time, I just hope he's he's learned from this. Yes, he, I am. Yeah. He learned his lesson, man. You will put uh-huh. money on it? No. <laughs> just check it. No. Monkeys for life. <laughs> just check it. <laughs> what? what? Yeah. yeah. Monkeys for life. <laughs> I'm sure like he's he's had this enough times, I'm sure, to where he, he knows the routine. I even said, dude, go to the hospital. They'll give you the anti-nausea medication. To do. It's like, oh, no, no, I'll, I'll wait it out, and you know, I'll give it about 24 hours, and if it doesn't happen, then I go into the doctor. It's like, he had the routine all planned. Yeah, yeah, I'm going to put these people in jail that ain't acting around these audits first. He's a pro <laughs> at food poisoning. Yes. Ooh, I was going to do a joke. Like all of his orifices are one way out? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Our exit only? Yeah. Cast members only beyond this point. I was like, yeah, you're, you're on the you're, you're on the fast food free freeway to hell. Obviously, that's uh, that's gonna tear you up. You're saying that Lee Lasavica is currently around a bunch of blue walls. <laughs> He's, He's behind probably, some planners. Yeah. yeah, I was gonna say he probably made the walls blue. This yeah. area is being refurbished. <laughs> His insides are on an outplacement. Yeah, <laughs> they got the police tape. Do not cross this. That's right. Yeah. yeah, yeah. It's got a little chalk outline <laughs> inside of his intestines. <laughs> well, Lee, we we should speedy recovery, and in fact, he's coming in town next week, so he should be in the studio well, we, when we record. So that's exciting. We make sure that Lee eats good when he comes down here. Yes. Now, yes. what he does outside of us, I, I can't speak for that. We can only do so much, and we must let the bird fly on its own. You can't tell him what to do. Right. You know, he, he's, he's a grown he's, man. He's got to learn for himself. I've watched you guys say, hey, look, man, daddy's about the tough love. You know, he's screaming at you to eat better, but that's because he wants you to live longer. I do. I, I want Lee to be around for a while. I but mean, you, you know, but your delivery is harsh. 
We at least make it to show 200. <laughs> <laughs> After that, whatever. How many? <laughs> whatever. That's like, what? what is that? Like, that's like nine more shows? Nine more shows. Yeah. Eli's got Susie Q in his contacts. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah. yeah Have you. another travel agent like that. Don't Ooh. worry, folks. And can't can't grieve forever. There you go. That's right. We got to move on. We, we got to move on. We plan ahead. So speaking of planning ahead, guys, the things that we're talking about today, we got some emails and and social media correspondence that we're going to read on the air to kind of get caught up with that. We're starting to get backed up. And also, we have a few articles, man, talking about some Pixar-like things that are happening in Disney World and Disneyland, as well as we got some news about Flights of Wonder and, uh, you know, a couple other things here and there that we'll mention on the queue. So we got a guest services queue show coming up for you. But enough of my jibber-jabber. Let's go make some magic. Be our guest be our guest put our service to the test tie your napkin and here we are on guest services and this is the segment in which we get to service you the listener i should mention show at magicroid.com is where you can get in touch with us and there's many other ways you can do so and we'll mention more of those uh, variances at the end of the show first up we have some pieces of communication regarding our last show uh regarding dogs and moana the costume and all that business so we have a lot of pieces of information. We're glad everybody kind of chimed in on this because we wanted to know what you guys thought. And uh, look, if, you ha- if you're listening to this and you're just like, man, I had a thought. Yeah, send it in, man. It doesn't matter if it's a couple weeks down the road. Take some time, gather your thoughts, and let us know what you think about that because that's, you know, that's a pretty important and topical thing that's happening around. So first up, and in fact, the first person we heard from regarding this show, I'm glad to say is Mitch's... Mi- Mitch's? Mitch? Is, hey, Mrs. Mitch. <laughs> is Mrs. Mononymous herself, Rochelle Hercher. Rochelle Crowherter, I'm sorry. Oh, excuse me. Yes, we got yes. the hyphen. We have to do that. But uh, she was the first to chime in regarding our last show regarding Moana. Okay. And she writes, the problem of cultural appropriation using an element of a culture that is not yours while A, not recognizing the culture that invented or pretending as if you invented it, or B, simultaneously assigning people and elements of that culture as less than. Hmm. So when certain people wear cornrows and call them box braids, and pretend as if certain white people made them popular and invented them, while also calling black women who wear cornrows ghetto, that's cultural appropriation. Hmm. And that pisses people off. No one is saying white people can't wear braids, cornrows, whatever. But what we are saying is recognize and appreciate the cultures those braids come from. And she continues. So we have discussed this in our house. Our kids can wear a Moana costume because it's a made-up character where people of that culture had an input of the character and the movie, but they can't wear grass skirts, etc., as some generic hula costume because cultures aren't costumes. Hmm. That's what she has to say. So, like, if we were to have a luau at our house, like a party-themed like luau, that would be cultural appropriation? Yeah. I mean, I'm not saying it to be derivative. I'm, I'm just, I'm curious. If that, would, if that would qualify, right. Would that qualify as making light of the culture? Uh, like Kind of like tiki parties and all that? Yeah. Kind of I thing. guess if you had the worst aspects, I guess that's what she's saying. Like the the parts of it that doesn't make the complete luau. You're just like, oh, okay, we know if there's a tiki torch and like uh, a limbo bar or something like that. That's all we need. You know what I mean? And you're not trying to make it completely authentic. That's what I hmm. get out of it. I don't know. Perhaps. This is a tricky. It is. Tricky it is subject. Tough. And I think everyone's definition is going to be uh, different. The cultures don't talk to each other. They should have like tags on these different items like you don't have warning don't swallow this and all this other stuff like you know warning if you're not sure if this piece is needed to make everything authentic for the culture call this number or something like that 
How about just one general statement? Be kind to others. <laughs> respect, be kind, respect others. Yeah, yeah be kind and respect others. Can mm-hmm. we just do that? Although I have seen, I have seen like occasions that have had like dreads. Mm-hmm. And I, I'm wondering that's because of Jonathan Davis from Corn having dreads, and they're like, "Hey, that looks cool." Because like I know folks that have dreads, and you know, it's like it's it's not the same. And if they had a choice, they may or may not say, "Hey, look, I I, I don't I want my dreads to look exactly like this." So if somebody else comes up with dreads, they may take offense to that because they may not have the same dread hairstylist. I hmm. you know that's how particular this stuff is. But yeah. can I just have? dreads because i like the look of dreads or do i have to do it in admiration of the culture like what if i just think it looks cool like what if i like i yeah i don't want to get into why people do it i mean but you may have to because why because there may be a certain reverence for the person that started having dreads and then like uh dreads was part of the rossifarian movement yes Mm -hmm. absolutely yeah so that was like i mean you know almost like a religion kind of thing but wouldn't that be like saying okay like a lot of the foods that we enjoy are Americanized versions. Like the Mexican food that we have is not real Mexican food. It's all Americanized versions. Well, same thing with Chinese. Yeah. yeah, exactly. Chinese is Americanized. I mean, basically what we're saying is, is that, yeah, that's disrespectful to that culture. Like some good things come from having, you know, well, I, you know, ask Lee, and I mean, he might say something different. Oh, yeah. <laughs> that's why people voted for Trump. <laughs> yes. Yeah. That, that's what. Well, that's I mean, it's like happened. food poisoning thing, but I know, that one works you know, too. Something will happen. Something will happen with that. I think so. I mean, look, I, I think that America is a melting pot, so you melt a little. You know, I, I think there's something to be said for, or you know, sticking to your own culture and and being uh, respectful and being respectful of all cultures and whatnot. But there's also something to be said for again. The giant melting pot melt a little, and it's a lot. It's a don't lot take to, yourself so seriously. It's a lot to it's a lot to learn. I, I listened to the last podcast because you know there was so much stuff that was going mm-hmm. on with that, and, it, and then I thought about it. I was like, holy crap! Like I'm guilty of the same thing too. Like uh, I used to like ninjas and samurais, and I didn't know anything about Japanese culture. You know, I mean, right? Yeah, yeah. So right. there's a whole lot of stuff. I'm sure that goes on. Besides what I've seen, uh, you know, on yeah. movies or or whatever, like you know, I I, I apologize. <laughs> I totally <laughs> no, apologize. No, there's too much apologizing going well, on. Well, that's a good, but that's a good start. No, it's you know, not. No, I think people are too quick to take offense to things where people need to apologize for things that they honestly didn't know that they were doing wrong, had no intention of doing wrong. That, I mean, it's just it's too much self-analyzation of of. Things that have no real substance anyway. It's a complex world. Yeah. Well, we do have other Moicans that wrote in on the similar subject. Okay. Uh, so we have John Stallings, and he writes in, uh, I have no doubt racism is still a great struggle in the world, but when we make everything a problem, nothing is a problem. Thank you. As a child, I took great care selecting my costume for Halloween. It was always something I liked or was important to me. Yes. I would think that a little girl dressing as Moana would be celebrated. I am pretty sure... She- she nor her mom meant any disrespect perhaps we need to spend more time celebrating the positives of people from different races and cultures working living and enjoying life together but i guess that does not generate clicks or boost ratings on my lunch break today i was reading the revised vault of walt by jim corcus in his chapter on the carousel of progress corcus writes about walt disney's philosophy people despite their foibles were basically decent Perhaps we can focus more on the good in others and assume the best until proven otherwise. Keep up the great work, guys. That's well said. Mm-hmm. That know, is so well said. It I, is. I, yeah. That, 
I've got nothing to add to that. And you know what? Maybe the thing is, is that the different cultures are upset because they're not getting the cut of that massive profit of money, too. <laughs> the massive profit of dreadlocks. <laughs> you know, <laughs> something becomes commercial and, you know, they're like, hey, wait a minute. We had a piece of that. That's like copyright infringement. I think I think he's right. People are looking to be offended these days. Yes. Should you be respectful of other cultures? Yes. But you should also be respectful of the fact that people have jobs and lives and things to do and that it's not first and foremost on their agenda that have to be like, okay, in order to wear a certain t-shirt or wear a costume, I have to be well educated (laughs) upon this. Can I just show my appreciation or my fandom of something without having to do three hours worth of research you know on it. it was tricky you know what to let, let let's flip it for a second and you know you we could move on it's almost like uh when somebody has a, a native language and it's not english and mm-hmm. then they come over and then they, they, they start trying to learn english to assimilate but the words are not the same you know like the translation is not the same we use like words that are almost spelled the same but have different meanings so what do you tell the person ah nah you know you gotta learn the language better or this or that so we could i could understand what you're saying like it's just a natural frustration that people have i think with people who can't speak english <laughs> no, I mean, no, I mean, and, and, I'm, and i'm saying that and i'm saying that so oh. you're saying cultural approach cultural appropriation could start by all foreigners learning to speak proper that's English. That's not what I'm saying. <laughs> <laughs> I'm pretty sure that's that what I heard. Exist. That's Come no, out of your mouth. I'm yes. saying that was like an example to, to flip it in a way that's a little more um, mass, you know, mass appreciated. And we have a couple other Mohicans that wrote in. Get me in trouble. <laughs> Rachel Perez wrote, wrote in as well, chimed in. She says, I struggle with cultural appropriation. I like the two rules Rochelle set out, and I think that's the key. One, acknowledgement of where the ideas came from, and two, genuine celebration of how good the contributing culture is. I think that works as far as, if you're going to come up with some hard and fast rules, I think that's that works. I definitely do. I think it well, works. Yeah, absolutely. I, I just would put more emphasis on the second part than the first part. Celebration of how good the culture, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, celebration of how good the culture is, I think, is is part of it. But uh, yeah, like I said, I don't necessarily agree with the whole idea that I need to be well well versed and um, educated on every aspect of. As I, said, I just don't have the time. <laughs> we really just need you. Really just need cultural tech support. You really just need like mm-hmm. a, a massive universal phone. In that number. Wikipedia? Yeah. <laughs> no, I, I, no, because anybody could write anything in that. That's you know? true. Yeah. I, I mm-hmm. think you just you just need like a like we have a United Nations, but nobody can reach them. You know, they're figuring stuff out. Mm-hmm. We can't. But I think yeah, if there was a phone number. And you're like, yeah, I'm thinking I want to go ahead and be in blackface is that okay like the, the number can tell you i don't i don't think that's a good idea you know that, that way everybody's a got a idea. you got a general idea because you know yeah you're right and I then mean, the number can tell you some facts of that you should know exactly like something like it's, it's like you know something really quick you don't have to get too in-depth in it but you can tell if it's enough to dip your toe in it if you like it you know, you know my daughter for halloween okay so she could have gotten trouble dressing as moana but you know what she did dress up as is sarah sanderson from hocus pocus so she dressed up as a witch now, somewhere out there, there are people who are Wiccan, who know the history of witches, know they, you know, what happened to women and how they were burned at the stake mm-hmm. and how this was a huge deal. And this was a and, and here you have this movie who kind of caricatures them and portrays them comically and they're bad and they want to get oh, the all kind of movies. Exactly. Yeah, yeah. And, 
so you could easily be like, yes, you're not educated about witches. No, this movie, you shouldn't let your child dress up as that. I mean, if you dig deep enough, that's what I'm saying. You can find a fault with everything, but just appreciate where it's coming from. Mm-hmm. And our last, uh, in our last email dealing with the entire show is from Katie Pease, who's a new writer, longtime listener. Hey, Katie. Katie Perry? Uh, Katie Pease. Katie Pease. Oh, Katie Pease. <laughs> <laughs> right on, right on. Yeah, but this is a lengthy one. She, she wrote a lot. So she made her first email to us, Katie. is awesome. But here we go. Is this about a cult- cultural appropriation? Yes. Too? Yeah, well, and dogs. She, she dresses dogs in this Oh, one, wow. Yeah, so, okay. So she's got both. Okay. She says, hey, I've never written them before, but I love your podcast. One of my Thank favorites. You. I wait for it every week. That's oh. right. Thank you. Thank you very much. Um, just wanted to say I had read that there will be dog-specific areas and blocks of rooms in the hotels in which dogs are allowed. I would think that this sh- should keep people away from barking pooches during the day, and you likely won't end up in a room a dog was just in. Also, apparently Universal Hotels in Orlando have been dog-friendly for some time. That's neither here nor there. Just an FYI. I think Dizzy's just trying to keep pace with what other hotels are doing and will hopefully go to the extra mile and give it that Disney touch and keep everything up to Disney standards. Time will tell. I think she's probably right. You know, I think, like, again, I think... You would expect that. Oh, <laughs> you know. would expect her to be right? No, no. no, no. <laughs> what? Yes, I expect, be right. I expect Katie to be right. So every time you write it, no. No, I mean, like, like, <laughs> like uh, uh, Disney doing the dog thing, like, Disney-like. Yeah, Disney, I- Disney well. I felt like Lee was over-exaggerating how bad this rollout of it was. And now I could be wrong. I have not tried uh, to to book a room over there. I've not heard from anybody who has. But mm-hmm. um, it, it kind of felt like, yeah, it would they would be smart enough not to put people in the dog rooms, uh, in that block of rooms, unless they specifically requested. In the doghouse. Right. <laughs> because one of the things I thought about after we record that show was Lee was like, yeah, you don't know which room you're going to be getting, and they can assign you any room that they want. But Disney does know, because if you're coming with a dog, you'll say you're coming with a dog, and they're like, okay, we'll put him there. Mm-hmm. So it seems to me that if you're booking and there's no dog in your party, you're probably going to end up at a, in an area that is dog-free. Dog free. Yeah. yeah. So it, it seems to make sense that that would be, as she's putting it, that this wouldn't be that hard of a Da Vinci code to crack. I yeah. mean, it just it seems like a relatively easy thing. Yeah. And she goes on. She says, having said that, I am a dog fanatic. And see my pets as family and would never bring a pet dog to stay in a Disney hotel alone while we're at the park. There you go. That part I cannot wrap my brain around. It seems as if it would be stressful for any dog whether they are well behaved or not. And we mentioned that last year. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, the stress is on that poor little thing. Uh, And then she says, on another note, we do actually have a dog that will likely be coming to Disney with us next year. (laughs) Well, there you go. He's my son's service dog. Oh, okay. Well, there you go. Not a pet, but very much family. My little man is nine years old, has Duchenne muscular dystrophy, and has a certified honest-to-goodness service dog. Unfortunately, all the pretend service dogs are giving real ones a bad name. Yeah. His dog was in training from birth to two-plus years of age. Wow. From a pup. He was taken everywhere. He has flown in planes, ridden trains, cars, buses, boats. The dogs this organization raised have been exposed to everything possible. This cannot be replicated through a two-week course at PetSmart. <laughs> I have no doubt. Yeah, that's very true. I have no doubt that their dogs give them comfort, but not everyone can be unbiased enough about their own pup to see he/she may not have the right temperament to be a service dog. 
I know they mean well, but dogs that interact with the public regularly need a lot more than a vest. Whole different issue and off topic, I know, just saying, by the way, you can get a generic service dog vest off of Etsy with no special requirements at all. Yeah, that's, you see. That's terrible, man. No, but she's right. I mean, yeah. I think we talked about that last week briefly, is that people do t- take advantage of this. And maybe mm-hmm. that's part of the reason. I, don't, I can't remember who it was that said it, where I was like, yeah, the call's coming from inside the house. It's, it's right. already upon us. You but, said that. Yeah, I, I said it, but yeah. I remember uh, oh, a listener kind of was, yeah. made a comment, I thought. But anyway, point being is that, yeah, that she's absolutely right. They, they've been ex- abusing the system for a while now. So, mm-hmm. I'm man, uh, they've always allowed service dogs in. So, I mean, I don't. you've never heard anything about a person going to a room that a service dog has been in and it's been unclean. Mm-hmm. You know, I... I, I Again, I trust Disney to do the right thing I'm on this right. one. I mean, they're, they're kind of really good at guest services for the most part. They've been doing it pretty well for a while now, right. I think. Yeah. I mean, sure, you have a disgruntled cast member here and there. And but on the whole, yeah. 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 It's generally a young kid that used to work over at Bucky's before they got fired for... <laughs> <laughs> and then serve Lee something. <laughs> and got, yeah. God is, man. Poisoning or whatever, yeah. They probably have a picture of Lee on the wall at Bucky's with a check mark for how many times they've poisoned. It's like a bingo like, thing. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Some kid's got one more and then he wins. Yeah. Like whatever, the ham, the ham for Christmas. Food poisoning bingo. Yeah. Every week that they, they poison a new item, is, it, is he going to get the saltine crackers, the Bucky nuggets? Is he going to... And they just don't know. It's the Deadpool. And whoever loses gets thrown into the fryer <laughs> oh poor johnny but but like i think and part of what we were talking about as well though i mean katie sounds like a responsible dog owner yes but in some cases we would talk about people that weren't as diligent with having their dog you know as mm-hmm. well and 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 i think like daddy said like last week is like yeah we're hitting the negative but you know we try to hit both scopes and but she's got a legit you know yeah legit reason yeah. and she goes on in her email to address the other half of the show the more uh, thing oh there's more okay. oh okay yeah 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 i could tell just you she she started out big man so my, my my but anyway here we go so she says as for moana i agree completely with lee 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 made that. a point what was lee lee's point? Point? i remember lee speaking she says this is exactly how we ended up with trump that's right. He did say, he that. Did say that. That yep. was his. That was his. That we was tried so hard night. not to be political, and then uh, he opened the door and ripped it off the hinges oh, and he just did. busted through like Blew like a Kool Aid Man. Oh yeah. <laughs> oh Trump. Who asked for Kool Aid? Yeah. Just as quickly as he said it, he was done. Yep, he was in and out there like Kaiser Soze. Mm-hmm. But anyway, she says I probably count as one of the white people of which you speak. My heritage is German, English, and French. Does that count? I am also about as liberal as they come, and I'm quick to sympathize with people who are affected by racism. Having said that, I think this is ridiculous. <laughs> I do wish people would leave the littlest out of it. My son goes to a school that is primarily in- attended by kiddos who are, are black and Hispanic. He is one of three white kids, quote unquote, in his class. He can obviously see that they look different than him, but he sees no color like we learn as, of, learn as to as adults. Let kids be kids. If the costume is a character that is trying to glorify your culture and not portray the worst of a group of people, then let it be. Moana is a strong character and represents Polynesian culture in a positive, although probably imperfect way. Maybe as kids get older, they will be interested in the real history because of a beloved fictional character in their youth. That's a great point. That's yeah, a very good that's point. A very yeah, good when point. you get old enough where you really start appreciating stuff, that's when you really start looking into the 
the whys and the hows of it. Like I know mm-hmm. now, I, one of the things I like to do is look at the behind the scenes features of your favorite movies when you were kids to see mm-hmm. the you know how did it get made, what mm-hmm. went into it. Yeah, yeah. She goes on to say, I wouldn't make my child learn the history of Blackbeard to dress up as him. Just let him have fun and be inspired to learn more about real pirates later. Little girls want to be Moana because they think she is awesome. How is this bad? There is way too much real racism in this world. People who actually want to tear down or physically hurt those who are different than them. If you want to fight racism, start with that. It's not like we don't have bigger racial problems to focus on. Just let the littles be Moana if they want to. And she concludes, sorry to ramble on. I hope I didn't take too much of your day. However, I'm truly disappointed in you all for not one of you at least being a Tolkien Lord of the Rings fan. (laughs) I mean, seriously, you're artistic buffs, right? Oscar winning movies here. One of you should have to learn the lore and love the best fantasy world ever created. Just saying thanks for all you do. KDP's (laughs) transplanted northern in Georgia. Dude, oh man! I look. I tried when it comes to the Lord of the Rings. God, I tried to get into that movie. I really did, and I just it took me three tries to successfully make it all the way through the first one. And look, to those who love them, God bless them. I mean, I really tried to get into those movies, especially like I remember. My friend Larry, y'all remember him? Yes. Huge, huge, huge Lord of the Rings fan. Not of the, not of the movies, but of the books. Okay. And I, Very good. what you call it, when I heard this movie was getting a lot of good buzz, I, call, I called him up and I said, dude, you saw the movie. How was it? I'm planning on going to see it. Oh, it's not that good. It's kind of boring. <laughs> it's <laughs> like, kind of really? boring. So when the movie got nominated for Academy Award, I called him up and I was like, you've got no good taste in movies whatsoever. You like Spice World, the movie, for Christ's sake. Why why did I listen to you? And I went and I rented it back when they had VHS tapes and stuff. Spice World? No. no. (laughs) Spice World. No, I own that one. Oh, wow. Um, no, I went and rented a Lord of the Rings, and oh, my God, I, I had to call him back. I was like, dude, you're right. I can't get through this thing. It's just not holding my interest. I've fallen asleep on it. I mean, I'm the it same way, yeah. It keeps going. I, yeah. I, I love sci-fi. I love fantasy. I do. Just for whatever reason, that those movies never engaged me. Yeah, I, I could put it to you like this. Uh, I'm a musician, right? And so um, EDM is a thing now. Electronic dance music, right? Okay. So that's what the kids are listening to and all that kind of stuff. They're all into it. They go to concerts. Yeah. A name. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, EDM. And um, I can appreciate it as an art form, but I don't like it. (laughs) You know, (laughs) I don't need to, I don't need to listen to it. I I don't listen to it. You know, and I'm sure there are musicians that are the same way in other genres. So in far as Lord of the Rings, um, I can appreciate it as an art form, whether it's, is literature or whether it's the film, but I don't necessarily have to like it Mm -hmm. or be a fan. You know, so that's that's my take on it. I don't even hate it though. Like, yeah, I don't, I don't even I don't, hate it either. I don't. I, don't I, I think you know what I, I would appreciate have, it. I would have much rather is. see them take that land in Animal Kingdom and said Lord of the Rings land because I That'd think be that's, cool. yeah, that's such a good property to pull from because of the mythical animals and yeah, you could walk around the land. Be yes, Kinda exactly. Like in the movie, <laughs> right? I I think that would have been cool, but you know, it, we got what we got, but yeah. Yeah. For whatever reason, God, God bless it. I, I tried. I really did try. Yeah, I mean, it's a. I remember the first movie. Somebody uh, brought it to me while I was working one time, and it was a slow day. And I watched the movie, and my shift was over. And, I, <laughs> and that's not even. A, I wish I could say that was a joke, but it's not. I mean, a movie that's four hours is like that's that's intense. I mean, I love Braveheart, but I had to take a break from that. Mm. You know, because it, it's too long. The the effects of the movie was great, but yeah, look, it's. 
it's a cool movie when something cool happens. Yes, that's a good way to put it. Yeah, but all it really is is people are walking and then they're like they're talking while they're walking and there's more walking. How did you know that? Did we talk about this in a previous episode that we did not? Yeah, like a while back, I think we might have mentioned Lord of the Rings and stuff like that because somebody was somebody brought it up. I remember mentioning it, but this was a while back, so oh, she's wow. been listening for a while. Hey, but look, it shows what we know. Most people like them. So, I mean, we're, we it must be us who are defective. <laughs> I, I mean, I'm fine with that. I mean, I, I have my reasons, you know. <laughs> yeah, I, like I said, I, I I appreciate it, but I don't necessarily like it. But I don't necessarily hate it. Well, Katie, thank you for writing in, man. We Now that you've uh, broken that mold or whatever you want to call it, uh, we hope to hear. Pop you that cherry. More, yeah, yeah, pop that cherry. We hope to hear more from you in the future. She so. has very good points, though. Yeah, so. please definitely write in. Who's next? All right, this next piece of communication deals with our show, Classic or Trash It. And so, this is from John Stallings again. And he says, Great episode, guys. I love the creativity. Although far-fetched, I want to give some kudos to Eli for his depth of creativity. Thank you! Oh, look at that. Since all of this is speculation, I think the lack of ownership of the IP is a non-issue. Also, I know the Cowboys and Indians fail the PC test. I still have to ask, so is it okay for Trader Sam to shrink ahead, but an Indian can't take a scalp? (laughs) (laughs) That does sound like a double standard. Yeah. yeah. Well, I mean, one's a shrunken head... You know, one that somebody used to have hair, now it's violently ripped off of your But you your still head. have your head, I guess. Or you part do, of it, but I mean, most of it. Your, your, your head is exposed. Oh, shit. You know, you shrunken head, you get all your head. Oh, your scalp, true, yeah. You know, you, your, your bloody skull is out there. Ugh. You know, no well, head and shoulders will fix that. <laughs> <laughs> he says, finally, I know the barbershop is on Main Street, but I kept seeing Clint Eastwood in the barbershop getting a straight razor shave from the shaky hand barber like in High Plains Drifter. Oh, cool Maybe movie. that can be Clint's new home since they closed the great movie ride. Why not? Not bad. Yeah, I like that, huh? Not bad. See, that's a that's an advantage that John had over Lee. Like, Lee just said, hey, why don't we just have Indians doing this and Cowboys doing it? He didn't give any characters. That right. Like, oh, yeah, you know. I love Clint Eastwood or, you know, yeah, Lone Ranger or, you know, whatever. Yeah. You just like that he uh, gave you a little props for your creativity. Well, he, I mean, and it should have been. That's like getting a participation award. <laughs> Doesn't mean that. I for being now. Here. Come on. I took the hit last week, you know, and saying I got like zero. Zero. 100%. 100% zero. Yeah. yeah. 100%. I Which took means that. that he appreciates your creativity, but he still voted against you. Yes. <laughs> yes. That, that, you at least said, hey, look, it, it should be an IP thing. That's, that's all right. I do it again. I already said it last week. I do it again. You let, you let it all out there regardless. I don't. Yeah. I like it. I got to well, do it. Look, I think the IP thing, I mean, yeah, he's right. Technically, it shouldn't matter. But it, to me, like, if I'm a judge by that criteria, it does matter to me. Because, again, it's like if, you, if you're trying to fantasize over something, you know, the more probability that it could happen, uh, you know, it lends a greater credence to the fantasy. I like mm-hmm. the, the problem was, was that I picked pirates. That uh, is absolutely the problem. Right. And, and uh, the IP thing, like, yeah, now that's because. That was only a, third on your problem. Right, exactly. <laughs> yeah, 99 problems. IP ain't one, though. <laughs> But thank you. I, I, pre- I mean, I put some time into that. I mean, I, I know we all four put time hours. in it, but yeah, yes. I put four hours on, on that. Like, I was concentrated. I feel like I put four hours into listening. You talk about how we put four hours. You want to do a walk? Idea. You want to do a walk and find some goblins? Will <laughs> <laughs> like, I tell you about this or what? Oh, well, John, thanks again once for writing in. We definitely appreciate it. Who's next? And the last one. This is a little bit of an older email. This uh, comes from Jack LaCourt, and he writes in regarding our IPs in the park show. <laughs> wow. The single IP in the park show. Oh, wow. Okay. 
And he says, hi, guys. First of all, I love your show and never miss an episode. Thank you for Thanks, all the man. work. Cool. Yeah. Thanks. Good deal. Thank you for all the work you do, as it's incredibly entertaining. Anyway, I was shocked to hear you bring up IP in parks and hear you say Harry Potter at Universal was the, the first best implementation. Mm-mm. No, it wasn't. Toontown was. The entire land looked like a cartoon. That's a lot more immersive than a land that's effectively a 19th century European town. Thanks for reading, Jack LaCourt. Did you come with hmm. something like that? Uh, no. I thought we mentioned Toontown, right? Or Well, Toontown... Toontown's uh, not a single IP, which I think that show was about. Yes, mm. I mean, Toontown... Okay, so you had Roger Rabbit's cartoon spin, which was dedicated to the new IP, but the, everything else was Goofy's house. Gadget's Go house, Coaster. Gadget's Go... Everything else was themed around Disney properties. We were, I think the larger point of what we were trying to make was that that was the first land built around... Uh, Full land IP. Ah, exactly. Something... Something outside an immersive yeah. environment that had that was strictly based upon other uh, outside properties. I, I mean, mean, now to Jack's point, yeah, that Toontown was based upon a particular genre, yes. cartoons, right? Not necessarily like all about uh, Toon, uh, Roger Rabbit's movie, but they still played it safe. Look, right. here's Mickey. He's a house. This is Minnie's house. This is mm-hmm. Goofy's house. This is Gadget's Go. So they still played it safe by tying their IP into what they were doing. Yeah. So yeah, it was one single land genre, but uh, genre in the land, but not necessarily one single IP as like Harry Potter. Yes. Yeah. So yeah. Well, but we definitely appreciate writing that in. I appreciate him drawing attention to that because that is a distinction worth making. Yeah. I don't know if we went into that uh, majorly, but yeah, absolutely. He said that with emphasis too. He was like, "You wrong." (sighs) No, he's shocked. He's shocked. He's shocked. He's shocked. He's shocked. He wasn't shocked because it wasn't caps, but he was just shocked. Oh. Oh. Mildly shocked? Yeah, that's what I was going to say. I would say mildly shocked, yeah. Like a, oh! Like that? I, I am shocked. You heard it. Like, what? <laughs> I can't believe it. <laughs> I'm not upset, but I'm shocked. I love... You sound constipated. <laughs> <laughs> I am, I am not Lee. <laughs> I, well, Lee is not constipated. Lee, Lee is, is anti-me. <laughs> yes. But I am shocked. <laughs> I, I do love the fact that, you, like you say, Kevin, at the end of every show, you're like, hey, all the pains are welcome. And like, man... It is, man. These things are chiming in. I think that's great. I love it. No, I love it. I mean, that's one of the things when we started the show is I wanted to be different is that uh, I didn't want to filter any of our listeners because I was filtered myself. So, you know, when I used to write in. So I didn't want that. I wanted to make sure everybody had a voice. No, definitely. And if you're going to challenge something that we say, I mean, I, I enjoy that because it makes me sit there and think like, well, what, what, what did I mean when I say yeah. that? Because maybe he's right. You know, because I'm it, not. Yeah, we're not pros. No. So we don't claim we to know that everything. last week. We yeah. Not, <laughs> we're not <laughs> pros. Last we're, not, we're not. We're not experts. We're not travel agents. We're not, it, we don't work for the Disney company. We're slightly level. above average. Yeah. Yeah. Intermediate level. We're slightly. We're <laughs> adequate. We're adequate. A good size. We do the deed. All the things that you said before. Yeah, smile on your face absolutely yeah so guys if you want to write in participate with us man look social media facebook especially man we interact a lot there um so follow our page magic our way uh, magic our way podcast you can also look for us on magic and also send us an email at show at magic and we'll get all those communications and read them on the air eventually so we're kind of more caught up we have a couple of things left in the queue so if you've written in before and, and didn't hear your email we will definitely get to it we promise And here we are in the queue, and this is our version of the news segment. And basically, we base this upon the fact that, you know, if you're in a, a long queue, switchbacks or whatever else, uh, you'd probably start talking about stuff. Yeah. And this is the, the segment in which we're standing in the queue and talking about these particular news topics. First of all, a show 
that no doubt we have been vocal in the fact that we are big fans, mm-hmm. especially of a particular Guano Joe. Yes. There's a rumor that Flights of Wonder may be flying away. It's yeah. terrible. For good. Terrible. And uh, yeah, this story comes from Kenny the Pirate, who reports on this uh, rumor. Mm-hmm. And he basically says that uh, as of December 31st, Flights of Wonder may be finally closing their show after be- having been an opening day production. Yeah. So they're going to end their run on the 31st to make way for uh, the anniversary show that's coming up, the 20th anniversary for Animal Kingdom. So they're no. going to redo the stage for that. But they, they, so they already redid the stage, though. No, it's, it's supposed to close on the, the 31st, and then they're going to redo it and reopen on April 20, uh, 2018. Oh, so possibly with a different... Yeah, so probably like four months or three and a half months to get the stage rethemed and set. Now, what, does it involve birds? I have no idea. Hmm. Will it be the same kind of concept? I have no idea. It probably won't be. Uh, that's my guess. Once they say, hey, if it was that good, leave it alone. You know, little by little, they are losing the conservation message. Like if Rafiki's Planet Watch goes away, which they're talking about, and which mm-hmm. was a, not a very well-themed area, yeah, probably needs to go away. They could do something better with that. Yeah, they could. And the same thing with uh, Flights of Wonder. Flights of Wonder was a conservation message done well. Yeah. I thought. Uh, but if that goes away, I mean... Yeah, I'm, I'm wondering if, if Animal Kingdom's not losing a bit of what it was. A la Epcot? Yeah, like the, the founding principles of. Now, we'll see what they replace the show with. Yeah, I'd be curious to see what they do with it. You know, have it, look, I, I'm a big fan of the show. I could see it being a little dated once you've kind of, once you've seen it. I know they've updated the show here and there, but you and I were kind of latecomers to it. Mm-hmm. So it, it, it came across as a hidden gem, and if you've never seen it, go see it. But mm-hmm. yeah, for people who have been a fan of the show, it's been around for quite some time now. Right, yeah. So maybe it is time for a change. I don't know. I uh, disagree. Yeah? What? Yeah, I disagree. Well, okay, what, what's your... What's yeah, what your, you got? I'm just saying, you know what? When we were there last time, I put it on the Instagram page. The, I, I always like to see the bald eagle. You know, like, I it just makes you happy. It does. But they brought the eagle out. I got it on film. Eagle took a crap right there on the stage. I think the eagle knew something. I didn't want to tell anybody. I, I look, it's a it's a cool. <laughs> How do you know the eagle didn't didn't eat at Burger King and Because <laughs> <laughs> it only came out of one end. That's all. <laughs> I'm like Lee Lastavica. He works sick. <laughs> I mean, I, 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 okay, uh, you know, I, I liked the, I liked the attraction the first time I saw it, and it's because it's something different, you know. Like, you go there, you can chill out, you have audience participation in there, you know. Like I said, I've never seen the Super Guano Joe like you two guys have seen. Like I Super always, Guano Joe, yeah, I've only seen like that one guy, yeah. But I always like the fact that, yeah, you got the, you know, you got these trained birds and they're doing all these cool tricks and. You know, and it, it allows the, the audience to kind of take a break. You're, you're not in line. You're not like, oh, God, it's the heat. It's a really cool environment. And uh, that's one of my favorite things to go and check out while at Animal Kingdom. Like, that's a that's a real big sample. For oh, me. I agree. I agree. I'm just saying that. What's the repeatability of it? Like, if, if you're somebody who's a frequent visitor to Walt Disney World, I mean, and you've seen the show now. Mm-hmm. Five or six times, maybe seven or eight. How long does it, does it take before it becomes like the Indiana Jones stunt spectacular? And you've seen it. You know the comedy bitch. You know where the, the jokes are inserted. You know this part's fake or this. Well, in yeah, Indy's uh, case, with the, with the birds, obviously. You just know what's going to happen. You know the dollar's going to get snatched out of the hand. Yeah. I could see where they, you know, again, I'm not a fan of it going away. I'm not advocating for no, it to I, go away. I'm just saying, 
Look, I can understand if they have a better show to go there. I just hope that they don't lose the message of that show. That whatever goes there is a, a better version. I don't know that it can be. That's what I was saying. I don't trust that. I, I'm with you. And there's a lot of land in Animal Kingdom mm-hmm. that you totally could use. And right. yeah, and you have a point, Dad, in the sense of saying, "Hey, look, yeah, everybody see what goes on with the birds." I mean, if you're, uh, if you, if you, I don't, like, cause I don't have cats, I don't have dogs, but I do like, birds. I do like watching the birds. Yes. You I like not, eagles. I will not own uh, an owl. That look like it could mess some stuff up, but <laughs> absolutely. Um, but no, whatever they have to replace it, yeah, I hope it's really good, but I'm kind of squeamish about it. And that's that's, a, that's the, the, the key to it, isn't it? It's like, you know, I, I'm a reserve judgment until they, they announce what they're going to replace it with, but just like a lot of things that were, you know, around when I was young, I'm going to miss this too. Yeah. yeah. It goes around, and so it's just a great circle of life. <laughs> I'm, glad, I'm glad I filmed what I'm, I did. Right. I'm glad I, I got to experience it. it. Yeah. Yeah. I'm look, I'm not mad about it going I'm not riding in the streets, but at the same time, yeah, I I, I would rather they keep it. I'll yeah. just I'll do that for you. Okay, go ahead. Yeah, I'll do that for you. <laughs> Eagle <laughs> Yeah. But um when yeah. the revolution comes, I'll be calling in sick that day. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, but you know how tough it is to train a bird to snatch a dollar out of someone's hand and give oh, it back to him? I'm not saying that. You can't th- add more birds. You can't add something else. You can't add an element of danger to the story of now, what's happening to the birds. So what mean, do you do with those birds, I wonder? <laughs> are they, they going to like turn their life of crime and start snatching money out of someone's hand? <laughs> <laughs> like Greater Kissimmee, Orlando area? <laughs> like the penguins, birds? Those damn flights of wonder birds again. It's They're damn. on the street corners. We'll squawk for food. <laughs> <laughs> have a little sign. <laughs> I don't want to see that one go. Uh, I don't. Uh, well, luckily, this is all just rumor that Kenny the Pirate has posted. But mm. you know, a lot of times, the stuff that Kenny the Pirate posts is uh, it happens. It's it's fruitful. So, but he's not saying that they're going to do it. He's just saying it's on the table. It's not on the table. Panic about just yet. No, you got to panic. But something's on the table. If you're a pig and you find yourself on the table in the middle of Thanksgiving, <laughs> you should panic. Mm, that's good pig. That's What's right. The pig doing on the table on Thanksgiving. That's be a dinner. That's what I'm saying. That's you eat it. pig for Thanksgiving? You know. You eat turkey? I have ham. Yeah. You have ham on Thanksgiving. Yeah. Oh. No turkey? I have some turkey, but I'm not really a big what fan do y'all of do? turkey. I get half a turkey and a whole pig. <laughs> like like a turkey breast and a ham leg? Like uh, you know, like uh like my mom will get the turkey, but like I'll go to the honey baked ham and get like a small ham. Oh, see. I, uh, you are like, I oh, know the hell with this turkey stuff. I want to hang. Yeah, I'm not really a big turkey person. Uh, not anymore. No. Mr. Turkey, turkey Leg 69 over there is not a big turkey person. They don't do Ever the turkey like they do the turkey leg. And the, what am I saying? The turkey leg recipe is totally gone anyway. I bet you when they were saying, yeah, we're just going to do a little tweaking to the recipe. Now it's not the same. That's what got your Flights of Wonder freaked out. That's what I don't trust any. Like They're when changing they, the recipe to Flights of Wonder. And it's never the same. <laughs> it's never the same. Okay? Lisa was right. She went into the future, had the turkey leg, said, this is the the turkey leg I had to pass. She was right. Is the same turkey leg we haven't passed? No. no. <laughs> More salty a turkey leg. Awesome. Guys, let us know what you think about this particular piece of news and if you would miss Flights of Wonder. We're cu- Actually, yeah, we're curious to know how many weekends out there are also fans of the Flights of Wonder. So uh, let us know your thoughts. And next up on the queue, we have a trio of Pixar-related news. Hmm. First up, the Incredicoaster. 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 Uh, coming to Pixar Pier at Disney's California Adventure Park as part of the Pixar Pier plans to change, you know, Paradise Pier 
into Pixar Pier. And so basically what it is, they're taking California Screaming and they're re-theming it. And uh, what's going to happen is that uh, the guests will enter into a mid-century modern-style loading area where they will board vehicles with dis- a distinctive new look. Um, there will be new character moments, new scenes, and special effects, and exciting musical score that will connect the attraction story to Pixar's Incredibles 2, which opens in theaters June 14th, 2018. Yeah, I gotta be honest. I'm nervous about this one. Incredicoaster? Yes. Or, got or you Incredibles 2. No, well, both, really. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the Underminer! Yeah. Will he be in that? Pixar's success rate when it comes to sequels have not been good, but uh, look, I'm just worried that it's gonna become like like a Six Flags type attraction, you know, where they just... they, they Slap a coat of paint on it, retheme the cars, and they say, you're the Batman. Co- oh, they're oh, like, yeah. Universal. Yeah. This is the Hulk coaster. What does it have to do with the Hulk? This is the Dragon Challenge. It's, yes. yes. It, mm-hmm. When it's just a coaster, it has nothing to do with anything. I'm looking at the coaster. It looks like the exact same coaster. They've just rethemed the cars to being the, well, it looks like the classic Mr. Incredibles costume and then the... Um, than the the newer version that they uh, the family had the yeah. red one um, and the tubes that they go through seem to be in case now maybe they do some kind of projection system I'm like but where what's the story how could they? I'm guessing that you go in when you board the ride they lead you up to a story to give you a reason to get on this thing but it kind of does sound like a little what if they of, did uh, something like what they did at SeaWorld uh, and they did the virtual 3D thing and then yeah. you were kind of flying through the landscape of the city. Mm-hmm. Like, say you were the Incredibles chasing after, I don't know, the Underminer. So, like, you put on goggles and you're seeing things. Yeah, virtually out of goggles, yeah. Flying around you. Yeah, they did that with, uh, what is it? Uh, SeaWorld did that with Manta, that roller coaster. Wow. You can mm. have the virtual reality experience or you can just do the regular experience. That's not a bad idea. I mean, so. But they didn't mention seeing, that. Yeah. No, no, yeah, no. But that's you know, it, that would make more sense because Disney does have a flair for not doing this kind of stuff. Right, right. They, they, they really, their attractions are all involving. But I mean, they've already played around with this roller coaster quite a bit. Mm-hmm. And I mean, truth be told, I thought the area was wonderfully themed as it was. I don't understand the need. It's like you, you have this great concept of this boardwalk with this. I'm not saying it's the best theme in the world. Yeah. But all the attractions fit it. But yeah, it fit with originally what they had for the original concept of that part. Exactly. Or that part of the park. Yeah. So now it's like they're trying to force this boardwalk style attraction with the Midway games and all this stuff. They're trying to force Pixar somehow into the when Pixar just seemingly has no place in this. Mm-hmm. Do you think it's a case where it would be better to have the movie first? Like we talked before, to have the movie come out first and then kind of gauge the uh, interest and then have the ride well yeah well this happened i mean the movie came out people liked the incredibles and and so they're making uh well they're what i mean this is banking on uh, banking on future right. promotion like pandora mm. they're gonna build the whole land and uh they're but claiming are they? yeah. i mean because i mean like banking on future production like okay like we know they come out with another toy story Right, but I think everyone—the general feeling—is that Toy Story is runs course now, right. and they're just milking it for whatever they can still get out of it. A, a, a Pixar movie coming out isn't really the same thing anymore, you know. Like, um, do you really think that they're banking on the future success of Toy Story, or are they doing kind of like when they came out with? Uh, they're banking on the future success of Incredibles too, possibly. But right, I mean, that's risky. But it could be that. But it also could mean they came out with. Um, Ariel's undersea journey, uh, you know, well after the movie came out, and they right. banked on people's nostalgic feelings towards the, you know, the oh, original yeah. film. And most mm. of the time, when they build stuff like that, it happens. So that's what I'm saying. Is it possible that maybe they're just banking on 
crazy like okay well maybe this film won't be as successful or maybe it will who knows but we at least know that these movies have a fan base right and as people grow older they're going to come back and you know they're going to remember the first toy story with fondness the second toy story with fondness i i know people liked the third one i wasn't a big fan of the third i can one. see that it's kind of stuck in the middle it's like yes. you know it, it's it's pulling on those i guess the success and people's fondness with the incredibles mm-hmm and if it happens to also bank on the Incredibles 2 popularity, then so be it. But it's not like they have to rely on that. Exactly. Yeah. yeah I mean, look, I love anything super Playing it safe. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Yeah. But here's the, here's the thing. Okay. Disney has like, what would you say? A good 80, 85% of Florida. Right. I mean, there's a lot of land that is not developed. Well, but, I wouldn't put a percentage like that on. Yeah, right. Like, I it's not accurate. I'm just saying. <laughs> I'm sorry. It's just they have I mean, a let's lot. Let's start with Orlando yeah. <laughs> before we let's, start talking to all of Florida. All right. You're right. You're right. You're right. I hope this movie does well then. I mean, they don't have a choice. Well, uh, again, my, my question is, is the retheming of this area necessary? Is Pixar such a hot property right now? That I think they're just trying to make it work. Yeah. I, I agree, but yeah. I felt like that was the one area of the park that worked. I, I did too, but I don't know if it fits in with whatever concept they have going on with that park. But it's still the same thing. It's still a boardwalk. It's still a roller coaster. It's still right. the swings that go around. It's still midway games. I mean, they're pretty much saying you're going to get a lot. The only thing that's new that's fascinating to me is the inside-out attraction that they're they're talking about. There's yeah. going to be an inside-out area with an inside-out family-friendly attraction. And I'm wondering, A, what that's going to be, and B, is that going to go in the Imagination Pavilion yeah. when uh, when its turn comes up? But I'm intrigued by that notion of it. But for the most part, I mean, I don't know. I, I think this is an unnecessary redo. But having said that, uh, yeah, we'll see. I mean, look, they, yeah, they have no, a we'll good see. talent for do. I just, I, I really don't want to see them just, like I said before. Just six flags it? Six flags it, yeah. yeah. You're the Hulk ride. You're the Doctor Doom ride. You're the Universal you're the did Joker, the exact yeah. same. We're going to put a, <laughs> we'll put a cut out of, your, of the Incredibles onto the attraction, and yes. now you're that. I mean, it's a classic roller coaster. It's beautiful. It's a great it's a coaster. It's a beautiful yeah. wooden roller coaster. I mean, why? Pseudo wooden. Yeah, yeah pseudo wooden. Yeah. <laughs> oh. It looks like a wooden. Yeah, it could be wood. Definitely does. But Yeah, wooden curious. <laughs> <laughs> I still hate the <laughs> By wooden, by wooden, yeah. yeah, yeah. Um, no, I still hate the fact that they got rid of the Mickey on it. Uh, yeah, I don't like that. When they I put thought the that little was Paradise really cool. Pier thing there, now they got to replace that with Pixar Pier. I mean, or the big incredible eye, whatever the logo. Yeah, well, they didn't see that in the concept yeah, art, no. but you know what? Your idea would be better. It's yeah. actually better with the incredible eye on there. If you're going to do it, you know, you might as well fully commit. So yeah, there again, you got a big Ferris wheel, a big roller coaster. Ah, what the hell does Pixar have to do with any of this? Yeah, they make it like a what Toy Story Land. Well, you know, no, I like their idea better. I don't the Pixar thing. Yes, because I think Toy Story Land is is overkill. Like, I don't think you need that much Toy Story Land. I like the idea of a place where you get a little Incredibles, a little Inside Out, a little bit of um, Toy Story. Like, I, I we'll talk about Toy Story Land yeah. in a second coming up. But I, yeah, I, I'm not excited about toy story land that much not that it's not going to be a cool place or anything like that but i don't it to me it looks like a kitty area i mean it, it's right. basically what it's going to be it, it, it's it's um why don't we get into it since we're going that way okay and of course the thing that we're going to talk about in this particular uh part of the queue as we alluded to in the previous segment previous story is that uh their, uh, Toy Story Land is getting a new counter service, quick service restaurant. Yes. By the name of Woody's Lunchbox. Woody's yeah, Lunchbox. Woody's, Woody's Lunchbox. 
And it's supposed to, they, they released a rendering of the Colorful Canteen this week. And it's supposed to be like a lunchbox, complete with like a thermos-looking counterpart yes. to it. And the sponsor is going to be Baby Bell, Mini Baby Bell. And if you know, they make the little cheeses. Bell, Bell, <laughs> That's right. <laughs> um, so the, the, the little dairy company that makes all those little cheeses and stuff mm-hmm. are going to be part of this particular equation. So that's uh, what is going to happen. Of course, you're going to have stuff like old-fashioned soda floats and probably you know, your standard burgers and you know chicken nuggets and all that kind of stuff. And maybe a couple of healthy things. <laughs> healthy things. Everything that Lee wants. I that. Wants to have for this counter service. Yeah. So it looks like one of those old tin lunch boxes you used to have when you were little. I'm only going to eat something if its nutritional value is zero. Can you deep fry my salad? <laughs> <laughs> and the location location is supposed to be like Caddy Corner to Toy Story Mania. So right there, according to the rendering. You know, the one thing I worry about with this place is like I'm looking at the rendering. It doesn't look like there's a place to eat inside. Yeah, like, it looks pretty. It looks like an outdoor thing, huh? It does. Like, you can see the little uh, the it's tables. It's kind of tough for Florida in the summer. Nobody exactly. can fit inside the lunchbox. That's the deal. And this seems to be the one area that they're, they have to eat over there. Because this isn't... I'm not going to say it's not a very big area, but, I mean, it seems to be kind of a... Um, hmm. Kind of reminds me of, um, I don't know, like the Art of Animation Resort and the, uh, the, the all those resorts. All-Star Music, All-Star Sports with the oversized things. Yes. You know what this is like to me? This is like... Is, if the queue for Toy Story Mania came to life and just expanded out to cover an entire land. Right. Although I do like uh, when you look at the... uh when you look at the restroom area over there, the Scrabble <laughs> tiles spell out the word toilets. Yes. <laughs> and then the yes. building blocks spell boys, and the other ones spell out girls. <laughs> that is, uh, that's nicely yeah, done. That, Very that's nice. I, I got to give them, that's a nice little touch there. Yeah, I it's going to look great. You know, it's it gonna is. It's going to look beautiful. It's it, going it, to look great. And I'll, I'll have a good time wandering through and, and soaking it in. Having said that, like, there's nothing I hear of that's going to be here where I'm like, I'm, I want to ride that. Or as Stacy would put it, I'm going to ride that puppy. I'm going to ride that puppy. Yeah. Literally, with Slinky. Yeah, and I'm, I'm curious to know if my kids would want to do this, that thing, too. I don't know. What do you think? I mean, do you think uh, the uh, the overall theming of it, I, I, we all agree the overall theming of it is going to be good, but do you? does this look like some place that we're, you're dying yeah, to go yeah. to? Well, I want to see this. I'm curious about the menu. I mean, what are they going to have on the menu? Like uh, a ham sandwich? <laughs> 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 Like for a ham? Big, yeah, for our baked potato or something. Buffalo ah. burger. I don't know, bo peep sheep or venison. Oh, or lamb chops. Lamb yeah. chops. Yeah. yeah. I mean, what else would you have? I don't know. I don't know. It looks like a dinky little counter service place to me. I don't think it's going to be anything all that. Uh, that's actually putting thought into it. I'm trying to. Think. <laughs> other foods you got based on the story. Based on like what other toys could you eat? <laughs> yeah. Oh, there's the dinosaur. There's the dinosaur bone. Or yeah. kind of like a Flintstones. You have dinosaur ribs. Dino mm. leg. Dino ribs. Dino, dino, legs, dino ribs. Dino arms. There's like itty bitty little arms. Yeah, itty bitty. Yeah. Itty bitty space. It's cool, but I don't. It doesn't make me want to go down there. That's not enough to be for me to pull me into the park. Well, you got the yeah. Slinky Dog Dash, the Alien Swirling Coast Saucers, and then uh, Toy Story Mania. Mm hmm. Woody's Lunchbox. Woody's Lunchbox is the place to eat. Uh, does this, the gift does shop. any of this excite you? No, because it, it is, this tells me I'm too big for most of those rides right yeah. there. I can hear my knees cracking already. I'm worried that my child at seven will be too old to want to really care about riding all this stuff when she's... But you know what, though? You know, Having said that, remember you posited the theory that, Kevin, that when you put forth Dumbo's flight mm-hmm. that kids needed like a jumping off point for the bigger rides. And it I could be. Barnstormer 
is is very low grade. It's and a very beginner. This coaster. might be intermediate. You know, like Could it be. goes a uh, barnstormer, slinkies, and then uh, possibly you know. I mean, shoot, if what if they wanted to do that for the Tower of Terror, you could put like uh like a army men parachute drop or something. Yeah, <laughs> like a little version of like the big parachute drop that you see in some theme parks, but like yes. with the Green Army Man, and the little kitties can ride that. I believe they have that in Disneyland. Oh, in Paris. Paris. yeah, you're probably yeah, you're in probably Paris. right. Yeah, yeah, absolutely right. They should have like a mild Call of Duty kind of thing with the Army Man. That would be interesting. <laughs> <laughs> mild, I say mild. Yeah, even that would probably be a lot. Yeah, but like a virtual army man, airstrike, like laser airstrike. tag type game. <laughs> yeah, like come on, let's get that toy. You know, like you know, nothing like actual war, but yeah, like you you on a mission to just do something like you know, fun and kitty, fun and kitty. Yeah, <laughs> fun and kitty. Yeah, you know, like get uh, get the shoelace or something. You know what I'm saying? Like <laughs> that'd be fun. Okay, awesome. Yeah. Well, we'd be curious to know what you guys think about this particular new attraction. I guess not attraction eatery. Are you excited about Toy Story Land coming to Hollywood? I know Kirk Landry is. I hope he got like some knee pads on or something because most of those rides sound too small. <laughs> <laughs> and staying in that particular part, Hollywood Studios, Kirk's favorite park. Uh-oh. Uh, we're talking about the Hollywood Tower Terrors little, um, I don't know how to call it, little decoration, little overlay mm-hmm. of so to speak. Yes. Uh, which will be part of the Hollywood Studios, what is it, Sunshine, Sun, Sunshine Seasons, Seasons Greetings kind of a show. The new holiday show. The new holiday the show, Osborns. yes. Yes, yes. So the, it's called the Sunset Seasons Greetings, mm-hmm. which will run from November 9th soon, so that's going to open like next week uh, through December 31st. Um, there will be turned into uh, the Hollywood Toy Hotel. And mm-hmm. there are some renderings, and we'll post. Of course, we'll post links in the show notes. So definitely make, make sure you check that out. Mm-hmm. Uh, but according to the Disney website, um, it's going to be bring to life the character stories, um, and uh, they're going to have s- such things as Mickey and Minnie reminiscing about a hometown Christmas, as a shift the scene shifts into a romanticized Norman Rockwell inspired town, starting in a black and white before slowly changing into color. Uh, the Toy Story characters guessing which new toys are coming this Christmas as the scene becomes covered in holiday wrapping paper. The Swedish chef for the Muppets babbling as only he can. I like while, that. Yeah. While the scene turns into a giant gingerbread houses. And finally, Olaf pining over his holiday wish as iconic music plays and the scene freezes over into a frozen winter wonderland complete with dancing aurora borealis lights and projected falling snow. Oh, wow. That sounds cool. Yep, yeah. And there are already some pictures out on the web and stuff of uh, the little stars that they have lining the street as well as mm-hmm. some of the snow machines atop the roofs. And so the projection part is just part of that whole piece, part of the Sunset Seasons Greetings show. I think this looks great. I mean, I I could not look forward more to uh, seeing a show. Look, studios, I'll give it that. When it comes to shows, they know, look, we don't have a whole lot, of last, lot else going on. Let's, let's go ahead and get this right. But when it comes to shows, they do a good job of it. And this looks like it's a step in the right direction. I, I, this looks amazing to me. I mean, they're really not does. changing the inside, so it's not... No! I have it, no issues with this. It's See? a lighting effect. It'll be there for all of, what, 20 seconds until they change to the next scene, and then it'll go away. Like, it shouldn't ruin your ride experience, I don't no, think. No, it's not going to ruin your ride experience. In Other fact, than, like, well, during the show, people going, ah! <laughs> <laughs> that is true. I'm oh, really yeah. shocked. Oh, yeah, the, the <laughs> elevator opens up, and now you have an audience looking up at you. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. 
No, I think this is great. I really do. I mean, I love the idea of storytelling with the billboards. Right. Yeah, all the billboards cool, are going to yeah. come to life and tell the story, and it's going to project snow. I mean, is it going to be the same as the Osborne Christmas lights? No. No, no. But, I mean, I don't know. I think this could be something positive. Now, is this a case like we've been talking about before where you have something you liked from the past, now it's going to be the update, and you get to see what the update is? But so, it's not an update, though. It's just no. like a temporary... It's a show. It's like they decorated the hotel for Christmas. Yes. Like our, we decorate our houses and stuff for the holidays. But if you only decorate it with lights and it only works when you plug in the light and then when you unplug it. You Griswold it. Yeah. It's it Griswold it. You shocked yourself. <laughs> it's part of the show. This is like just one scene of okay. the show. People are acting like, and I saw that where people seem to be losing their minds uh, because, and I guess rightfully so, because some people I think were paranoid when... Guardians of the Galaxy came along and, mm-hmm. and kicked out their version of the Tower of Terror in California, so maybe that makes sense. Disney World fans are a little bit nervous that yeah. this may be on the chopping block at yeah. some point in time. Well, this one article that I'm reading from, you know, in one point in his article, he's like, "Can you leave? Can Disney leave Tower of Terror alone?" Yeah, just, well, technically they haven't touched it. <laughs> just yeah. because you're paranoid, don't mean they're not changing your ride. You, know? <laughs> you got that Flights of Wonder thing happening. Huh? I know. I do. I'm trying to get. I'm trying to get over the flights of wonder PTSD. I'm going to get, but uh, I mean, the flights of wonder PTSD. <laughs> <laughs> you're going to get. Like you're already planning for it. I feel it. In you're my making bones. reservations 180 days in advance. It just, I just your PTSD. Yeah, like this. There's not. I know we always hit different uh, stories where like this is going to change and then that's going to change. And a lot of times, like I listen to you guys, like oh, I remember writing that as a kid, and I was like, all right, well, you know, that's cool. But this is one of the first few times where I was like, wow, I I like that. I'm worried. You I, like what? The Tower of Terror? Well, I, I do like Tower of Terror, but I haven't written it in a while. I mean, I was amazed the first time Y'all I saw it. Y'all didn't write this last time? No. no. Oh, bummer. Oh, man. Tower, the, the, the whole experience at the studios was miserable. Oh, that's right. I remember that. Yeah, remember, and it was ringing yeah. and stuff like that. But I mean, okay, so they're going to just do a temporary upgrade. Do you think this might lead them to trying something different like they they say hey look i wonder if we could do this or do that let's mask it i mean like so we pushed it this far we'll see, see if we can push it further <sighs> right oh like this got a this got a response so maybe it doesn't have to be themed around the the twilight zone right like you know just like a, it's a because that is a ride that is a staple of that area so that would make sense and say hey look we just want to we just want to try a little something just a little bit. halloween overlay when the elevators open up at the top like blood pours out <laughs> you see two twins yes you see two twins floating out at totally tangent you know i just i yes. want the odyssey to be a, a dance club based on monsters university why not yeah when they had that party at the frat house i think there's a better you know what let's save this for a future show all right Uh-oh. retheme the odyssey retheme the odyssey. I think there's a better use of the odyssey but i'm yes. not gonna go into Here it right you go. Now. he already planned it let's yeah, we're teasing y'all for a future he already show planned oh, it. Write that down. trying to get his votes already put our imaginary like, I'm, I'm not pitching anything kevin's <laughs> the only one with an idea on the table <laughs> You already got one. I know. You. I don't have one. I don't. I've, I've got a substance. Uh, I got a, you have a substance I got a, abuse. Yes, I do. <laughs> you got you got an amoeba of an idea, but I know you. you right. Gotta, all right. I planted the seed. Yeah. If you've seen Stranger Things too, I have a polywog right now of an idea, <laughs> and it hasn't gone full Demi Gorgon. All right. Thank you and for that. Spoiler alert. Me. Shoot, I should have said that. Never mind. What? Turn your world upside down. Can you imagine that? What's that? That's Roar from Monsters, Inc. The, the music they play at the, the frat house. Odyssey. 
I had no yeah. idea that what that was, that was until you said yeah, that. Yeah, if I drank a lot, that'd be some good dance. Yeah, look at that. Ooh, Odyssey ooh, party. Ooh. DJ <laughs> Monster in the house. Get some margaritas from Mexico next door. Woo! Kicking it in the house of mouth. Eli from the CLC Hawks in the house. What up? What up? Yeah. You know what they say? It's like, yeah, <laughs> I like that beat. When you like, like, part of the thing with Jaws is like, you know, Fast the pump. What's so great about the movie Jaws is you don't see the shark, and what you imagine happening under the water is way ten times more terrifying than what you actually see. Well, that was what happened when we walked into the Odyssey. I could see it. Like, I, it happened to me. Yeah. When I first saw the inside, I'm like, oh, man, this is what's in here? Same thing happened to my mom, my dad, my wife. When they walked into the Odyssey, what we had built up in our own minds as the Odyssey was nothing no, like, like, like I yeah. pictured it being like a full blown version of the old Mike Myers routine. I thought it was like going to be sprockets. That was a sprockets when we danced. Yes, and it'd be this German dance party. And it, yeah, no, I, that's what I thought we'd find in there. But nothing. Alas, I mean, it really would be a cool, a cool spot. You know, it has to pay phones. <laughs> Well, who pay doesn't phones. need a payphone now, right? <laughs> That'd be awesome. Absolutely. That's like retro now. It is so retro. I that mean, is so awesome. That could be a possible theme. Like, retro, retro dance party? Yeah, retro. Retro Euro dance party. You know, like a Studio 54 kind of theme. Studio where, 69. Yeah. Oh, everybody got that medallion's all ready to love. Love No, actually, it would be like Studio 71, right? That'd be awesome, actually. What's up, girl? Video you want this Mickey like bar? It. What's up, girl? Yeah. Real quick, just so I'm sure you're you're in favor of the the hol- the, the holiday show, right? Yeah, I like it. I don't mind it. You don't mind? Okay. It doesn't bother. Looking forward to it. Like if, if you see it, like you'd make it a point to see it. I'd be curious because I, I like those kind of shows where I it's do. like it involves like like entire lands and whatnot, and like they're it. able to transform it. I love the projection effect thing. Yeah. Yui? Yeah, I'd be curious to see what it is. I'm okay. just worried it's not a, like a beta test for something bigger. I mean, there's nowhere I can sit to watch it. I'm sure I have to be standing on Sunset Boulevard. Oh right? yeah, to see all the billboards. I can't wait yeah. to see how they're going to incorporate all to that. See. Yeah, I'm as long as it, you know, it works well with the buildings and lights and the snow, I think this could be amazing. Yeah, different. Yeah. Characters help. Absolutely. Well, guys, let us know what you think. We definitely want to hear it. Show at magicarweed.com. Hey guys, uh, if you want to learn more about the Magic Are we podcast, magicarweed.com is the way to go. There you will find our social media links, past episodes, and more. And if you want to shoot us in, or you want to get in touch with us <laughs> to, uh, you know, let us know about what you think about these things there's a couple ways you can do that you can shoot us an email at show at magicarway.com you can call or even send us a text you know either way we, you know, we'll get back to you I'm about uh, ready to miss my window hurry up when we'll find my weekend when we'll find weekend 669-4226 <laughs> sorry I rushed that no in no stereo. Okay. we did in stereo <laughs> no I, right took, I took my, I took too long you did I did I took too long to get too the much foreplay on. dude too much man <laughs> And you can also leave a voicemail via your SpeakPipe widget on our homepage. So yeah, get in touch with us, man. We want to know what you guys think, man. We always love hearing from listeners, and every opinion that you send in will always be appreciated and welcome on the show. And of course, we've got a couple of guys that do things outside of this show, and uh, they're all related to Disney, of course, yeah. in some way, form, or another. Uh, first of all, we have Lee. And since he's not here, I'll do his quick little promo. He's with Magical Moments Vacations, which is a platinum earmark Disney travel agency. So if Disney trusts them, so can you. You can book with Lee today to see all these things to any of the vacation kingdoms, Disneyland, or Walt Disney World. You can shoot him an email at lee at magicarway.com or call him at 413-DIZ-TRIP. That's 413-D-I-Z-T-R-I-P. 
And keep in mind, a portion of every booking Lee makes goes to support Girl Power to Cure and the Magic Our Way podcast. After, of course, a certain cut of that goes to Pepto-Bismol. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> That's right. The pink elixir. Yes. Look, we've all been there before. It's a miserable place to be. Yeah, I feel for you, Lee, and we, we look forward to seeing you back here in the studio next week. Yes. And of course, remember, you can book a vacation with Lee. With no Hasselvika. Pepto, Pepto, Pepto. I thought you were going to say with no diarrhea. Oh, God. <laughs> that too. Yeah. <laughs> Just clean it up. cut like that. You want to do that? Yeah, do that. And remember, you can book a vacation with Lee. With no diarrhea. No, that's not right. Diavika? <laughs> Diavika? Hasselvika. No. I thought you said try it again with diarrhea. I know. I'm playing like He's it's playing natural. Dude. Oh, jeez. Third wall. Third wall. <laughs> third Damn. wall. Fourth wall. Jesus. Fifth, right. fifth wall. <laughs> I don't know. Give me that shot. Jeez. Uh, okay. <laughs> Good Lord. I'm trying to play it natural, dude. Come on. It was It was so natural. I didn't know what you're talking about. I uh, know. I'm a good actor. <laughs> you are. You're very natural. You are a thespian. I was a method. <laughs> <laughs> you're the method man. He's practicing the rhythm method. <laughs> um, I was to the rhythm of the night. You want me to do it night. again? <laughs> you want to do it again? And yeah, then, I'll say uh, it one more time. Right. Sorry about right. that. Um, remember, you can book a vacation with Lee. With no Hasselvika. Oh, my God. <laughs> <laughs> Wait a minute. Wait. I thought we were doing it again so you could say diarrhea. Jesus. I did diarrhea. No. no I thought you were no, But then you messed it up by saying something when I was trying to play it you off. You broke the fifth wall. Oh, jeez. <laughs> this is definitely the blooper reel. Okay. Okay. <laughs> no diarrhea and it just... Things and then are gonna we're gonna, after. yes, and then you play like where still. Oh God, it's not like I can, I'm not no, gonna. It's not fun anymore. I'm going home. I know. I can't even get my <laughs> phony laugh going anymore. Home. Come on, <laughs> you know. I just tell him what you got going on. <laughs> tell him the glory of the story. Oh boy. Well, <laughs> I don't have diarrhea yet. So <laughs> yet, not yet. But uh, I, what I what I do is uh, I, I draw a lot. And uh, that keeps me from eating crazy foods that make me sick, I guess. Uh, you go to www.ivorycomics.com. Go ahead and see the work I have for Project Geisha issues one and two. Um, we got Geisha fighting magicians, MMA fighters, even a fellow vin- villainous Geisha. So, you know, try to keep that up. There's blogs. There's also links back to the podcast. So if you're listening to the podcast and you visit the site, you won't lose your spot. Uh, as always, you can find me on Facebook.com, Elijah Ivory, Project Geisha has own Facebook page, Facebook.com slash Project Geisha. Instagram, you can find me at EIV504. That's where I posted up the picture of the eagle taking a crap, because we may not see that attraction anymore. And uh, Twitter, I can be found on Hancock10166. So always appreciate the love. Thank you very much. And remember, you can buy Eli's art with no diarrhea. <laughs> <laughs> That's right. (laughs) We keep it like that. That's right, man. (laughs) And if you want to support the show as a whole, you can do so through the following ways. You can click on our affiliate links on our website. You can also buy some beignets and support the show that way. You can also represent the Moeka Nation wherever you go by purchasing some clothing from our shop. And please leave a rating and a review in iTunes or wherever you could download the show, whether it's Stitcher, Blueberry, Google Play, etc. And that's one of the easiest ways to support the show. And I just I just remember something. Uh, this is our anniversary month. Right? Oh, is so, it? Yeah, so we'll be, we'll be turning five in a couple of weeks, I believe. Wow. I think we released oh our first God. show on the 22nd, I think. I have to check the date. We're ready for kindergarten. <laughs> ready for kindergarten. <laughs> Got our big boy shoes on, kids. Um, but I feel like we should give something away. 
What are you thinking? What do you want to give away? What do you want to give? Do we want to give away some artwork? Oh, we can give away some artwork. We got artwork. Some art, a specific piece of artwork that we uh, has not been revealed yet. Oh, why not? Let's what? do that. Yeah, let's do that. That that is our uh, Roly Crump tribute. Our Roly Crump tribute. Did ah. we ever explain this? No, we never did. But oh, okay. I realized for our anniversary show, which we'll you know we should give away something to our listeners. Okay, so here's the deal, guys. Uh, so in appreciation for Roly Crump being on our show. Uh, I drew a, a, a gift for him, and it was basically his Museum of the Weird characters uh, in the Museum of the Weird itself uh, reimagined uh, with us in it. And uh, I drew it, and we uh, all signed it, and we sent it to Rolly along with some other New Orleans um memorabilia yeah. that we thought he might appreciate and uh they loved it they absolutely thought it was great um so yeah uh but we never put it on facebook or anything like that because it was just supposed to be for Rolly. right um but you know what yeah we we can release that sure why not yeah i think that'd be a good little giveaway especially for our fifth anniversary sure and, and that lets them know you do other stuff other than same but weekend i do do other things other than same weekend that's right yes <laughs> Not much more, but it's there. Yeah, a little bit more. But no, it's a, uh, yeah. Well, I'll include that. And okay. Eli, what about you? Could you include a little something in this, a little artwork? Yeah, whatever whatever is required of me to help the Bawika Nation and celebrate this anniversary, I'm all down for it. I'll throw in a t-shirt, of course. You'll throw in a t-shirt? I'll throw in a t-shirt, yeah, from our stash. Whole which package. I'll be, yeah, whole package. It'll be a great grand prize. And Leo throw in some Bucky Nuggets. <laughs> yes. We tried to have people come yes. back. Yeah, well, but, you know, I think we've talked about them so much. And, and really, those things, like, you know, like, years from now when the apocalypse occurs, people will be eating Bucky Nuggets. It's kind of like Twinkies. Twinkies. Like on the Family Guy okay, show. Exactly. Yes. <laughs> it's going to be stored in the Doomsday Preppers, like, locker room. Doesn't matter how you store them. They still taste the same. <laughs> still so, as as fresh as the day you well bought them. Well preserved. So this is what we're going to offer you. So I don't know even know what this contest is, but we're going to offer you an original piece only seen by Rolly Crump and Maria. Uh, Marie, I'm sorry. Marie, yeah, yeah. And uh, you're going to get that. You're going to get uh, Ivory Comics. Ivory Comics outside them. And uh, yeah. Project Asia. Project Asia, first couple issues. I'll, first I will couple issues, you'll yeah. get that. You'll get a t shirt from Kevin, and you can request whatever t shirt you want. Or make one of your or own. Or make one of your own. And from Lee, you will get Bucky Nuggets. We'll make Lee do it. Well, okay? seriously, we'll have him send Bucky Nuggets. Yes. You will, you will uh, uh, witness the flavor of said nugget <laughs> in wow. your mouth. It's just. Wow. The Magic Hallway Podcast is not responsible for yeah. the negative effects that may the happen. Bucky nuggets, the, Bucky nuggets. the Bucky Nuggets are good, just not the... Hey, look. Bucky Nuggets neither melt in your mouth or your hand. <laughs> or in your stomach. Or your stomach. Or your intestines. Or anywhere else you may land. It's like Captain Crunch mixed with Cracker Jack. <laughs> ah, that's <laughs> yes. a good way to put it. It'd be the yes. best way to explain Bucky Nuggets. That's and a good way to put it. So, guys, um, lucky for you who listened to the show all the way through the end, because things always happen at the end that are a little different instead of my standard spiel, um, you know there's going to be a contest, and we will announce the stipulations of said contest at the end of next week's show. How about that? Make you listen to the whole thing again. How about yeah! That? But that's the prize. And, of course, to finish out, guys, remember we are part of the BS Podcast Network, whose motto is we speak our minds so you don't have to, so be sure to support our partners in podcasting over there. And of course, we thank you for taking the time out of your day to listen to us and making us part of your Disney fan life. We appreciate you and love hearing from our listeners. All opinions are welcome on the Magic Array Podcast, so get in touch with us today. So, Mohegans, 
Ladies and gentlemen, we say Kwahirini. My name is Kevin. And I'm Danny. Magic out. I have every intention of eating those bananas for breakfast, but I still somehow end up with tacos. The necessities of Mother Nature's recipe. Hey, guys. Hey, you hear that? Yeah. Yes. You know what that is? Tony Bennett? It is Tony Bennett. Oh, man. Italians recognizing Italian. You know what song <laughs> he likes that? What song is he singing? Well, the song that Lee couldn't sing when he was trying to do it for the Navigator. Oh, wow. <laughs> hey, but do you, do you know what I'm listening it on? This is Mad Hatter Radio, which is an ra- online radio station of Disney fan stuff that we have partnered up with, man. How you like that? Partners here on the Gulf Coast, Magic Way and Mad Hatter Radio. Mm-hmm. Oh, creative buffs on radio stuff. That's like right. It. Yeah, it's good. It's another outlet. Uh-huh. You know, it, 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 what's good about it, yeah, let me tell you what's good, but you hear Tony Bennett. Mm-hmm. You could probably hear Bare Necessities done by like a, a metal group, a heavy metal group. You could probably mm-hmm. hear a country version of this. Oh, wow. You could probably hear like a funk version, James Brown type of, <laughs> give me Bare Necessities. <laughs> oh, get on, get up again. Oh, yeah. You know? Hot tub, what you say now? <laughs> Disney. That's right. You can hear that all on the station, man. It's, <laughs> they don't just give you the normal spiels and, and, and r- attraction sounds, but they give you every creative variation that other artists have taken to the standard Disney song. It's like Tony Bennett right here. This yeah. little jazzy version of the Bare Necessities. You know. I'm thinking about Goodfellas right now. I don't know why. <laughs> bada bing, bada boom. Bada boom. Bada bing, bada boom. Well, listen to this station, okay? It's good for you. It's good for me. It's going to go ahead. It's going to help you out. It's going to make me out. It's going to be really good. Okay? Man had a radio. Bada bing, bada boom. Just do it, huh?